The clouds part, a light shines down from the heavens, and you receive a warning from the Almighty. A great deluge is coming, and you must gather up two of every animal on the planet. There are roughly six million different animal species to collect. Maybe better just to drown, but no. Tonight we examine the mystery of Noah's Ark. your host, me, Kyle Pittman. Welcome back to the show. Uh, first up, we hear from a man who claims Noah's Ark was an alien biosphere. Then our intrepid correspondent, George, shares his thoughts on Noah and his fabled Ark. And finally, we talk to Shaman Prince Yah who shares some of my very own past life experiences with us all. It's 3 a.m. I'm in the process of injecting a speedball, and it's time to enter a world of mystery and imagination. Noah's Ark, did it happen? Probably not, but that's not going to stop me from getting to the bottom of it, and this man has an explanation that I can get behind. Let's turn it over to Afrocentric researcher Ra Imhotep and see what he has to say about it. Noah's Ark was a biosphere. Noah's Ark was a biosphere. And a biosphere is basically uh, a place, and it was more than just even a biosphere. Noah's Ark was a DNA bank. Noah's Ark was a DNA bank. Now, um, Noah's Ark was basically documenting uh, a station in a place, in a ship, in a craft that held DNA. When you read about the animals that were put on the Noah's Ark, this is really talking about DNA that was stored on a UFO. This is what this is really talking about. So, no, it was no craft that was big enough that's going to hold every animal on this planet. The insects and all that included. Come on, think. I mean, we have to think here. This information is pretty important. Um, for people to really uh, understand and pick up on because like, as we go into the fourth dimension and as we get deeper in this thing, we're gonna have like uh, people coming to us saying that, well, we can take you to this biosphere if you got this amount of money. And you're, you're gonna have people that, or people that look like people that are really humanoid looking aliens that are gonna be offering to take people onto these biospheres. There are some people that wanna stay on the third dimension and they wanna escape the shift into the fourth dimension because many beings here on this planet are not gonna be able to exist on this planet once it shifts into the fourth dimension. And the planet is going to cleanse itself and shift itself into the fourth dimension. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you for that. Truly. Dr. Art has provided us with a number of wonderful children's songs in the past, and this week he has graciously sent us one of his children's Bible songs that he sings for the kids in his youth ministry. Take it away, Dr. Art. Thank you. 
right back after this break. You suck cock. Come on down to Bunda Furniture Outlet for the best prices in town. Sofas, armchairs, water beds, state-of-the-art entertainment centers, and much, much more. Bunda Furniture Outlet is your one-stop shop for all of the furniture you'll place in your house. People who like to lick my asshole get 20% off their purchase. Now here it tastes like quarters. Come on down today. You can count on me because I'm the expert. A long time ago when the earth was green And there was more kinds of animals than you'd ever seen They'd run around free the earth was being born But the loveliest of them all Was the unicorn It was green alligators And long-necked geese Some humpty-back camels And some chimpanzees Some cats and rats and elephants But sure as you're born The loveliest of all Was the unicorn Now God's seen some sinning and it gave him pain And he says, stand back I'm going to make it rain He says, hey brother Noah I'll tell you what to do Build me a floating zoo And take some of them green, green alligators And long-necked geese Some humpty-back camels And some chimpanzees Some cats and rats and elephants But sure as you're born Don't you forget my unicorn Old Noel was there To answer the call He finished up making the ark Just as the rain started falling He marched in the animals Two by two And he called out as they went through Hey Lord, I got you green Alligators and long-necked geese some humpty-back camels and some chimpanzees Some cats and rats and elephants But Lord, I'm so forlorn I just can't see no unicorn Then Noah looked out through the driving rain Them unicorns were hiding, playing silly games Kicking and splashing while the rain was falling Oh, them silly unicorns It was green alligators and long-necked geese Some humpty-back camels and some chimpanzees Noah cried, close the door, cause the rain is pouring And we just can't wait for 
The ark started moving, it drifted with the tides and Them unicorns looked up from the rocks and they cried And the waters came down and sort of floated them away And that's why you never seen a unicorn to this very day You'll see green alligators and long-necked geese Some humpty-backed camels and some chimpanzees Some cats and rats and elephants, but sure as you're born I want to cast my mind back to when I was a young boy. My mother would take me once every few weeks to confession, where I would rarely have much to confess as I was a good boy. But that never stopped the priest from whipping my behind with a leather razor strap. One day I asked the priest, why I must endure this punishment so often for fairly mundane offenses, uh, taking cookies without asking, trying to unscramble the Playboy channel, the priest says to me, because you're a no-good, filthy Jew. To this day, I often wonder why my mother took me to Catholic confession when we were, indeed, Jewish. Uh, though this could possibly offer up some explanation for my engorged red asshole. Now, Noah allegedly built the ark, gathered several millions of animals, and set sail, set adrift, no sail on an ark. Anyway, after 40 days and 40 nights, the rain stopped. We here at World of the Occult would like to think that the following conversation ensued. The rain is stopping. Well, I mean, the sun isn't shining yet. Maybe soon. Dad feeling okay? He's pushing 300 years old. My beautiful wife. Nope. No, Dad, that's a goat. Say, Pops, did Lord God Yahweh give us any instructions for what to do after the rain? What the fuck? What is that? Christ, do you smell that? Oh, fuck, man. Dad pooped his poke out. Because Noah was really, really old. That's why. That's all you need to know. And now we turn it over to our man on the ground, George Cropper from the Funky Spectrum YouTube channel, who, via the power of some sorcery I don't fully understand, has actually traveled back in time to report to us from the actual Noah's Ark. Over to you, George. Hello, it's George Cropper from the uh, Funky Spectrum YouTube channel reporting uh, several thousand years into the, uh, back into the, the mists of time. I'm standing here with Noah, but he's a bit busy to talk at the moment because he's actually, he's, he's manhandling a load of animals. He's actually, it's quite strange actually, he has a sort of a crook with him that he could just whip the animals with, but every animal that goes past him, he insists on giving them, it's sort of like a, a, an unfinished reach around. He'll reach around and sort of grab their animals undercarriage I suppose well he said to me it's just to make sure they're all male and female but uh, they're being sorted out further further up the line by his family anyway so there's absolutely no need for that and I've seen everyone that he said you know is supposed to be oh they may have mixed this one up he looks like a big lad I'd better go in and check and he's been at some camels Willie for about five minutes now it's unbelievable it's obviously bloody male but anyway I'm standing up to my bloody hips pretty much in, in excretia uh, uh, 
is uh, in, in the past I was actually sort of here as a kind of uh, uh, it's a bit like the, 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 the night before Christmas when uh, people go back in time or whatever I don't know the bloody story when people go away with Scrooge or whatever like the apparitions I'm a bit like one of them it's like you know Darth Vader was a spastic or whatever but he's standing up when you see him as a force ghost anyway uh, uh, so yeah I'm just sort of hanging around and seeing what's happening and there's loads of animals going on now and there's shit absolutely everywhere honestly there's quite a bad tide at the moment there's obviously a lot of water flowing in, in just everywhere uh, as there would be in the first uh, grand great flood but yeah there's uh, yeah, a boat at a sort of an angle and all the piss is just sort of glucking out the back and the animals are all braying and screaming it's absolutely it's terrifying stuff to be honest it's really exciting it's a lot more exciting than uh, 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 watching a, a non-stop CNN stream of airstrikes in Gaza or something that pales in comparison to this sort of thing you you could quite literally say it is an event of biblical proportions anyway oh, uh, uh, back to you in the studio now I have to go and get hosed down and get this excrement off me before I go back to present day okay bye thank you George now let's move over to a new friend of the show Prince Ia self-proclaimed shaman of the hood Prince Ia thank you for joining me thank you greetings greetings Prince Ia uh, so I'm to understand that you are a shaman yes um, in my regular third dimensional life yes so you are a shaman, uh, and it says here the Temple of Ascension? Yes. So is this like, uh, is this your own sort of group, or is this a larger uh, group that you are affiliated with? Uh, let's just say we're um, uh, like an online, and in, in, in the sense, uh, there we have physical bases, me and my friends pretty much started. Uh, sorry, you're, you're breaking up a little bit. Uh, yeah, is there anywhere you can walk where there's... Oh. Uh, um, check, 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 check. My one, two. It's getting there. I think that sounds a little bit better. Um, I got into becoming a shaman because, um, well, me and my friends started having these strange experiences. All my life, I've always felt disconnected. And I found out that along the path that I was a very ancient star seed. I deal with star seeds a lot. And I actually uh, opened my own church here that deals with um, starseed children. It's called the Church of the Stars. Yeah, you're still a bit of interference. You sound a bit like T-Pain. <laughs> Shining. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, so you're a shaman. I noticed uh, a few things I noticed from just watching some of your videos and uh, such. Is uh, you smoke a lot of reefer? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, that's culture, especially being in California. Uh, we definitely smoke a lot of reefer. It's like a gateway, so that's why they call it a gateway drug. But if you use it properly with discipline, then you can tap into your other states of consciousness and allow yourself to to become more in tune with that. Well, I so, mean, it's been a gateway to some pretty crazy shit from uh, my perspective. You mentioned to me. Uh, that you have access to knowledge of uh, past lives and such, and that that you and I actually have had a connection in a past life. Yes, I believe anything happens randomly. Uh, I'm able to see very far in the reality. No, I think that's great. Um, so, what in particular? What was our connection, you and I? 
Um, that one, I won't. I necessarily can't say live. That would have to be between me and you because it has to do with some some very deep things. Um, some things I don't always get to. I can't really say because it's time and place for thing. Oh well, that's fantastic. Uh, can I say the the few things you did tell me was I I stood against. Uh, I kind of stood up against my people. Yeah. To kind uh-huh. of. Uh, well, when I was looking into your DNA because I have the ability to see people's DNA strands because I, I potentially the person that potentially helped create DNA in a few other entities. Um, yeah, you created DNA. DNA. Yeah, um, I, like I said, I, I am known as entity known as Inki or yeah. Iya Iya uh, I was looking at your DNA code. I see a certain DNA code, and I look into your DNA. So when I seen your DNA, I also seen that you were a seed from a few places, not just Pleiadia, Lyra, the common places. I also see that you were from Castlekia or Eridani. We had a connection, and I saw a vision of you standing up against a certain people or a certain Nordic race that was trying to infiltrate um, or just yes. the white man. Yeah, well, I, I guess you just said that for lack of a better word, but in the higher realms, uh, it's not about color, it's about ether. Yes. No, I'm all for that. I'm all for that because, you know, I have uh, myself uh, Jewish roots, and, you know, the Nordics never did us any favors, if you know what I mean. Exactly, exactly. And then, the, you know, the Jews have to do with the, the, uh, the other class of Anunnaki known as the Igigi. So the Igigi bloodlines have to do with RH negative and those type of things. Those are a different type of species of reptilian as well. So I resonate a lot with reptilians. Prince Ia, it has yeah. been so nice to talk to you. It's been a pleasure talking to you, my brother, man. Um, yeah. I'd like to talk again. Hopefully, we'll have a slightly better connection. Uh, you I feel like I've been talking to T Pain this entire time, but you know what? If people can deal with that, you know what? They can deal with that shit. I have no patience for anyone who can't deal with that shit. Yeah. I say, Sarah. Back at you. My name is Dark Jody. I live in Hickory, North Carolina. I'm a poet. This poem is called The Bad Man's Poker Game. As a child, I was drawn to darkness. The dark called to me, and so I played in it. I played on a bad man's property at night. Inside the bad man's abode, I witnessed a poker game. He was playing against another man. The bad man began screaming. He stood up and produced an edge device. Some would call it a knife. And with this instrument, he removed the other man's head. This was my child's eyes I witnessed. He carried the head across the room and tossed it in a fireplace, just as you would a potato. I stifled a scream in my child's throat and run home to father. Jody was his reply. Forget what you have seen this night, he uttered, and never speak of it again. But I do not forget, and I speak of it today. Poetry is a spoken heart.
I was given the ability to create, though not the tools to read or write. I speak my poems, and today, I'll speak of darkness. That's all the time we have for today. If the clouds part and you see those god rays, just pretend you didn't notice and maybe he'll go away. Remember folks, NASA are liars and wake up sheeple and good night.